0: And a very good morning, everyone. Welcome in to Trot's Talk. It is brought to you by Harness Racing New Zealand. As the promo says, anything you want to know about the sport of harness racing, simply go to hrnz.co.nz. There's reviews, previews, tips, uh, plenty of video to have a look at, and some great stories each and every week. hrnz.co.nz. Flying solo today, in fact. I'm really on my own. Jake's taking care of pushing all the buttons because producer dude Robbie's away and Michael Guerin has been in Australia covering uh, the action there from Melton last night. We've got plenty to get through in the first part of the show today because we'll review what happened across the Tasman, both at Melton for the AG Hunter Cup and the night before the Great Southern Star for the Trotters. But also we were at... uh, Manangle last night, where a couple of Kiwis, BD Joe and Ulta Wise guy, went around. Well, more about that shortly. And Republican Party started his campaign off the back of his second behind a cooter in the Derby back in December. He made his way to Manangle for the first time, trying to qualify for the Chariots of Fire in a couple of weeks and. Shortly you'll hear how he got on with that. What else have we got on the show? The regular segment, the Southern Man segment. We'll catch up with Matthew Williamson and Kieran Tomlinson to talk about their chances today. They race at Oamaru on the grass. It's the Waikawai E.T. Trotting Club's uh, meeting there. So looking forward to that uh, chat with both of those people because I'm sure amongst their drives today there'll be some winners. And we have A doubleheader in Harness Racing today, which is a rarity on a Sunday. We're racing at Hara, where Kerry Hobbs is the racing manager, takes care of all the business there, so we'll get a scene set from him and a bit of an insight to what he thinks might unfold there. And Wilson House, of course, son of Michael, who is regularly in the top five trainers in the country. They've got a big team there in the CD. So we'll talk to Wilson about his drives today. But let's go back to last night. uh, in, In Victoria, in Melton for the AG Hunter Cup, this is what unfolded there. They were racing for half a million dollars. Bay's run up behind them.
1: Uh, dropping out of it, Hurricane Harley. 28.5,
2: the third quarter. It's Spirit of St. Louis in front. Honolulu Bay's about to get the run from Old Town Road. It's Spirit of St. Louis. Mac Dan getting through Honolulu Bay. I cast no shadows out wider. Honolua Bay hit the lead. Honolua Bay drew clear. David Moran and Honolulu. Honolulu Bay wins it. Great go for the Miners. I cast no shadow in Old Town Road.
0: So back-to-back wins for driver David Moran because last year he won it with Artie Lockenvar Art and Honolulu Bay who was second behind copy that in the Ballarat Cup a couple of weeks ago and a luckless run it was on that occasion. He got the job done last night for the Emma Stewart-Clayton Tonkin team. It was career win number 20 for him, and yeah, he was quite brilliant. Out of the race, though, let's start with... The two Kiwis, the one that was placed Old Town Road, brilliant performance from him Uh, Josh and uh, John Dickey, they part own of course along with the Calders and Zach Butcher gave him every possible chance Gee he was brave, he nearly finished second I cast no shadow just getting him in the shadows of the post uh, beating him half ahead for second but he was terrific Old Town Road and I think the Australians now realise that he has arrived on the Grand Circuit and can't wait to see his progression towards the race by by Grins on the 14th of April where he's already been snapped up by the slot holder Hydroflow and uh, he'll come home now one would imagine and set for that. Now copy that was the $3 favourite off the back of that Ballarat Cup win. Uh, he tried to get the lead off Spirit of St Louis. Get this they went 5 seconds quicker the lead time than last year when King of Swing won his second Hutter Cup and uh, they just went hammer and tong. He got really on the on the chewy, if you like, for want of a better term, um, and subsequently he was found to have bled. Now, that's the second time that Copy That has bled. Therefore, he's been stood down, I think it's for 29 days, so he wasn't going to the Miracle Mile anyway, so he'll now come home, have a couple of weeks off, and uh, reading the Lincoln Farm's website today, Ray Green saying that He'll, uh, he'll, he'll have no problem, he doesn't believe it'll be an issue, and uh, he'll get him up and going for the races like the Messenger, obviously the Race Boy Grins, uh, the Taylor Mile, and ultimately the Auckland Cup. So hopefully everything is A-OK with copy that, we didn't get to see the best of him last night, but it was Onalua Bay's win in the Del Rey National AG Hunter Cup from last night, but plenty of credit goes to Old Town Road, who was brilliant in third. The night before, at the same venue, it was the great Southern Star, and we had Majestic Man in it. Here was the concluding stages of that group one final.
2: He's run up behind them with Seripo, turning for home though, it's Sea Silk being joined by Is This Just Fantasy, Is This Just Fantasy took over, Soho Seraphine's trying to gun it down, Is This Just Fantasy in front from Soho Seraphine, Is This Just Fantasy is a brilliant winner, Is This Just Fantasy has defeated Soho Seraphine, third Sea Silk and fourth Seripo.
0: So we just grabbed the wrong uh, replay there for you, unfortunately, but I can tell you what did happen. Apologies there, no dramas. Majestic man who'd uh, been good in his heat, because, of course, the way these uh, this series has run, The Great Southern Star, there's two heats, and a final. Unfortunately for Majestic Man, he drew the outside of the front row in the final and had to work very hard sitting parked, and uh, then he got some cover, but yeah, it just wasn't his race, and it was Just Believe's race, who is now an Inter Dominion and Great Southern Star champion. Brilliant performance uh, from him. He got up the passing lane and was simply too good, so congratulations to Lara J Farm, uh, Jess Tubbs and and Greg Sugars, of course, the husband and wife combination having a great run with Just Believe. Now you can enter our competition today, Double eight, double three. just text us your name, your TAB account number and the code word today, which is Joe. And now we're going to tell you, or you're going to be able to listen to, why it's the passcode today.
3: JOK takes off and Major Jealous behind those 27 the quarter. Where you been bopping? How much left in the locker? Coming at it as BD Joe. Major Jealous is driving up on the inside, putting in a claim. And still there in the middle is Max Shard starting to poke through and react. And now big finish coming up. BD Joe, despite being in the breeze all the way, strikes the front. BD Joe! BD Joe wins it. BD Joe has beaten Reactor now, JOK split them and
0: has got... 30- yeah, brilliant performance from uh, BD Joe, first up since his Invercargill Cup, where things didn't go uh, his way, finished in fifth position, of course, behind Krug, but he's turned up at Menangal, he's sat parked, he's gone 150.6 and... Couldn't have gone any better. Tim Williams across the Tasman driving for Stephen Amanda Telfer. And on next week's show, we'll have a follow up uh, with Amanda Telfer about where the team's at. They also had Ulta Wiseguy in that race, driven by Blake Fitzpatrick. Never really got clear. Probably a pass mark for Ulta Wiseguy, but. Absolutely, BD Joe, low-flying, brilliant performance from him. They don't do that very often uh, at Monangle Sit parked, go 150, and still win. So a brilliant performance from BD Joe. Karl flyby will go around on Tuesday. Tim Williams will stay in Sydney, drive him on her, rather, on Tuesday. She's got... A New South Wales Oaks campaign, of course, and uh, looking forward to seeing what Kalua Flyby is able to achieve there. But we had further Kiwi success, and we're not too far away from catching up for, for from the uh, driver of the winner of the Hondo Grattan Stakes. It was for $50,000, and this is what Republican Party did
3: all dressed up but can't get to the party for the moment. They were followed further back then by Tim's a trooper. Pinching peg runs up on the inside and the rest headed by Mr Ibiza. The leader is vulnerable. It's just in front here as they come on down with 150 to go. Republican Party. Now it's got a kick. It's uh, starting to pull away again on the outside. Finishing on again as my ultimate Ronnie bursting through. Tim's a trooper but he's going to trump them at Republican Party. Too good. Camera Miners. Flashing through on the inside there late was Tim's a trooper.
0: So they thought, well, Fred Hastings did. They were going to get pretty close to Republican Party. The man sitting in the bike on uh, last night's uh, feature group three win there was uh, Carter Del Getty. He's joined us. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Carter. Congratulations. Success for you in Australia, which I'm sure you would have very much enjoyed.
1: G'day, Greg. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was really thrilled with the way the horse raced last night and... Yeah, as you said, it's always good to beat
0: those Aussies. Look, I know that uh, you guys thought he might be slightly vulnerable. Talking to your dad uh, at Addington Raceway on Friday night, you obviously went via Auckland, missed that workout or, or trial with, uh, with the terrible weather they had. So was it a case of whatever he did last night, he would definitely improve? Is that how you felt about that?
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, Not that we expressed it too much, but he was actually very short last night. He, he was pretty much fresh up and had no trials, and and obviously travelling, he didn't actually get a lot of work into him. So, yeah, it was quite pleasing um, the way he won it and how easy he did it to rip home in 26 flat, and he actually um, didn't blow very much after the race, so I think we'll see another 10% better next start.
0: All right. Of course, he was first up since finishing second in the New Zealand Derby behind Akuta. That win last night guarantees him a spot in the Chariots of Fire, so you can tick that box. Uh, does he go round this week? I think it's the Paleface Adios, and then the Chariots the following week. Does he does he go into this Saturday night as well?
1: Yeah, it, it's a it's a good option. Like um, I've just sort of been with a horse this morning, and he's that well being a colt. Um, I probably wouldn't hurt him another run, but it's probably something we're going to make the decision tomorrow afternoon uh, whether or not we go in it. But in saying that, it will be a very hot field with um, a couple of other Melbourne horses to jump in it, and then a few Sydney ones will be there too. So whether or not he he wants another one, or we can just give him a bit of work here at home. So yeah, it's, um, to answer your question, we're not 100% sure, but we're probably leaning
0: towards just going straight into the chariots. Is there a chance, if he performs up to his optimum, that the Miracle Mile becomes uh, an option, I suppose, for you guys, because he is now a four-year-old, and um, you know he, he showed last night his toughness. We, we know how very good he was here as a three-year-old. Um, or is it not really thinking that much further down the track? Let's just take each race as it comes, and he'll soon tell you whether he's ready to take on that sort of company.
1: Yeah, probably a bit of both to be honest, Greg. Like we'll obviously focus on uh Charity Fire in two weeks, but I think it'll be good to actually line up against Captain Ravishing because obviously he's just a freak of nature and and this fella here, um, you know, sorta of, to get to the bottom of this track it's it might be pretty hard to do. So yeah, I think he is ready now being a four year old. He's lightly raced and got an impeccable record, so I think he'd be one of those horses. He's he's been driven on front end quite a bit just because of circumstances, but he's got such high speed, I think he'd really follow a quick speed here at Manango and and that's what could really um you know, make himself worth it in those big ones for to go into them.
0: Well, it's never easy going to Menangle first up, uh, it's never easy uh, leading them up and, and then powering up as he did inside the last 150, it was great to watch. You're right about Captain Ravishing, of course, he took out the Bonanza last night at Melton, it was for 100,000, he went 150.9, and he, he's he's a scary, scary customer, isn't he? But it sounds like you're not that scared of him.
1: No, you're right, he's, he's obviously a beautiful horse and he's probably one of the best horses I've ever seen, to be honest, but... Uh, it's one of those things. We probably wouldn't come all this way if we didn't think we could beat him, so um, that probably puts it pretty black and white, but it's not going to be easy. Barrier draws would be huge, and yeah, just probably got a lot of faith in our wee horse.
0: What's the plan from a Kentuckiana point of view? Do you just stay with them all the way through? Your mum, I think, was over there. Does your dad come over? How does that all sort of work?
1: Uh, at this stage, I'm just going to stay over, and I'm going to head back, just for a day trip on Friday back to Christchurch. Um, Krug's going to line up and just a race there, so I'll we'll come back and drive him, and uh, then I'll be back over. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good here at the minute. It's, I'm here in Christchurch. had pretty hot weather this week, but, yeah, it's nice enough here. Dad, um, he's probably a little bit committed to the yearling sales so at home, so it's just hard for him to get away for a week or a couple of weeks. So, yeah, at this stage, um, it's in my hands.
0: Uh, just on Krug, I know you're pretty hopeful that he will go around at Addington, uh, his first race there in Sydney, so when does he fly over?
1: Uh, so he's going to race this Friday at Addington, as I was saying, and it's a free-for-all mile, so it actually works out perfect for us, but we're just going to see um, see how he goes, I've got no doubt he'll run super just the way he is at the moment, and, and then he'll probably look to go straight into the first Miracle Mile heat, which... I believe, is the week before the 4th. Of March. Yep,
0: the 25th, that's right. They have a couple of hundred thousand uh, dollar guaranteed, I think it's top three go through to the million dollar Miracle Mile which is on the 4th of March. Plenty ahead of you Carter, really appreciate you taking your time out this morning to talk to us on Trot's Talk. Congratulations uh, last night on the success winning at Menangle with Republican Party and um, yeah, we'll no doubt be talking to you again hopefully uh, pretty regularly in the next month or six weeks mate.
1: Yeah, no, thanks for that, Greg. It's always good to be on, and we'll keep flying this Kiwi flag.
0: Yeah, good on you. There's Carter Del Getty, uh, reigned home Republican Party last night in the Hondo Grattan. The big thing is, I suppose, if he goes uh, into the Chariots in two weeks' time, less than that now, and then potentially takes on the Chariots winner. Uh, often gets into uh, the Miracle Mile. That's pretty much an automatic uh, entry race as well. Uh, whether he needs to go around in uh, one of those sprint races the week before the Miracle Mile, you can't go to the well every single time, but if his stable mate Krug makes his way over there too, that'll give them a two pronged attack. Um, going very well, the Kentuckiana team. Don't forget to enter our competition. Text us, 8833. The code word is BD Joe today. Your name, your TOB account number. And at the end of Trot's Talk with HRNZ, uh, Jake will select the lucky recipient of that $50 bonus bet. Uh, Southern Man section or Southern People section is coming up next. You're with Trot's Talk.
2: I'm a Southern Man and I'm so suffering. I got the South in my blood and I'm going to be
4: here till I'm dead and well.
0: Yes, welcome in to the Southern Man segment on Trot's Talk with HRNZ. Uh, no more a Southern Man, a man a very proud from that area, is Matthew Williamson, where his local track hosts the Waikawaite Club's meeting today. Uh, morning to you, Matthew. Yeah, morning, Greep. Thanks so much for taking the time out to have a chat to us, uh, mate. Set the scene for me. Uh, what can we expect weather-wise? Been pretty warm lately. What are we going to get today?
5: Yeah, no, apparently it gets very hot later on. Uh, It's actually looking like it's trying to uh, spit down with a wee bit of rain, but I think that um, there's just going to be a couple of drops and then it's going to burn out.
0: Matty, busy day for you. Before we get to that, I see you just got past 1,100 wins, uh, 1,101, I think you're on uh, now. Uh, brother Nathan, just four away from joining you in that 1,000-win club. That'll be a nice moment for him. He got a, a good winner at Addington on Friday night and a few chances today. So uh, I know he's pretty keen on ticking that box off and be a nice uh, nice time for the family.
5: Yeah, definitely, and, um, you know, he's... Uh... A well-liked guy, so um, yeah, no doubt there'll be a few celebrations to have when he gets to the 1,000, so um, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Matty, uh, we replayed before we talked about uh, the Great Southern Star Series completed on uh, Friday night. Just things didn't pan out for your dad's horse and your brother's, uh, of course, who drives uh, Majestic Man. When you draw the outside in the second race on, on a night uh, where some of the favourites drew a heck of a lot better, it was never going to be easy.
5: No, no, definitely not, Greg. Um, I, I, I just don't know if he was probably at his best, even in, in the in the first heat, even. Um, he just probably didn't uh, look as sharp as he did the, the week prior. But, um, yeah, uh, still good to compete, and he, he went two honest races. But, uh, yeah, I'd say he was just probably 10% down on where he needed to be on the night to, to be um, getting a bigger bit.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, Matthew, now you're in the training ranks yourself. I suppose you see things slightly differently, and you've got one in the first uh, for the amateur drivers. What sort of chances Barry White got with a Robin Shadow?
5: Yeah, I'd like to think a very good one. Uh, he, uh, he's he been disappointing his last couple. He, he obviously had a super win there, three starts back, and I thought we were on top of him, but uh, he went two shockers after that. So hopefully uh, he's back on today. His work's been really good, so... Uh, I'm, I, yeah, if he doesn't go good today, he's got me uh, well stumped. So I'd, li- I'd like to think he'd be hard to beat. All
0: right, there's a few following you in there. $3.80 currently. They're also following you in race number three. This one, uh, Sticky Fingers, is a half to uh, Eamon Maguire. So the breeding's there by Vincent. Looks to have trialled up quite nicely. And $2.10 suggests that a, a first-up win from this stable is not going to shock too many.
5: No, definitely not. It, it trialed brilliantly the other day. Uh, I think got home. Probably tick under 56, so yeah, super super troll. Only thing would be first starting on the grass, um, but uh, Graham uh, wouldn't have started it. Or Graham and Mike uh, wouldn't have wouldn't be there today if they didn't think the horse would handle the grass. So um, yeah, if it goes out trolled, I'd say it'd be very hard to beat.
0: All right, Samars so in race number four for Ross Wilson.
5: Yeah, uh, fine's probably the right race for it. Just um, yeah, yeah, just uh, probably need to be off the front to be a winning chance, but. Uh, 2,000 metres is right up its alley, and uh, it's a good beginner, so hopefully it can settle handy in, yeah, outside top three chance.
0: Uh, very consistent, me you've got on the barn. The matriarch takes her place in race number five. Is $6 a reflection of her chances?
5: Yeah, probably a fair quote. Uh, Greg, she was disappointing on Thursday. I expect you to go quite close uh, in that race, and she, yeah, she was a labouring fifth, but uh, I'd like to think today it's a weaker field than it was uh, on Thursday, so yeah, I'd like to think she's a she's an each-way chance. I'd be disappointed she didn't run in three.
0: Your dad's always had a rap on Pyramid Mystic, finally delivered for the punters at the last two, albeit with the country's leading reinsman on. Can you continue the run with her?
5: Yeah, no, I think they've both set me up a treat. Won her last couple and then put she's in the hardest race she's been <laughs> in. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if she'd, she'd love the 3,000 either, but uh, obviously a, a trotter in form, which... Uh, yeah, you can't knock. So, uh, yeah, I'd say just more probably a place chance um, with
0: the uh, teams against Beringham today. Yep, Mio Martini. Mio My Martini it would be. Our fifth alone, Wolf, that was earlier in the week too. Uh, tried by Brett Gray. He's always got to respect his uh, his stable runners and the punters have here and the bookies have too,
5: $3.50. Yeah, I thought he was a really good chance. Uh, he got pushed back at the wrong time the other day in a far stronger field and and still found the line and comes up with a good draw. He got off the gate good the other day. So, yeah, there's a lot to like about him today. I'd I'd like to say he'd be real hard to beat.
0: What about of your last three drives, uh, Dem Bones, Dem Bones, who, of course, you train these days. So She's Tough and Jacka Opa. Rank those for me.
5: Uh, probably all uh, pretty similar uh, Jack I actually thought went super the other day Ran on well, so if he having to begin good I, I'd say he's um, definitely an each-way chance uh, the, Obviously the grey mare's been going Really well, again if she settles handy um, She's sort of in the zone at the moment And there's an each-way chance And uh, she's tough uh, If they happen to go really hard, she's a fit sprint mare um, But if they happen to go really hard She could um, definitely be in the finish too So yeah, they're all each-way chances It's quite a good book today, Touchwood
0: Matty, for our SENZ listeners, and your second favourite in the driver's challenge behind Cherie Tomlinson, $2.80 the price, might not be the worst way to go. What's the best of them for our Trots Talk team?
4: Uh, Probably put the
5: pressure on B Gray rather than myself. I'll go me on my martini.
0: Uh, Yeah, Brett thrives on it, so
5: uh, I'd say it'll be the one today that uh, you'd want your money on.
0: I reckon you thrive on it too, mate. Appreciate your time. Good luck. (laughs)
5: Uh, No, thanks very much, Greg.
0: Good on you. That's uh, Maddie Williamson. Uh, Karen Tomlinson is joining us on Trot's Talk. I've spoken to her on the show for a few months, but it's nice to always have you in and around the racetrack. You bring so much energy to it. Uh, Karen, morning to you.
6: Hello. How are you?
0: Yeah, excellent. Thanks. Uh, we've had the scene set uh, by Maddie, of course. Uh, he doesn't mind a chat, as I know you don't either. So I'm um, looking forward to some pretty warm conditions here today.
6: Yeah, hopefully. It's a bit overcast at the moment um, at home, but it's not cold by any means.
0: All right, let's get into some of your chances today. Dame Margot Fontaine. About two or three starts back, actually went a pretty good race, but she needs to bring her manners, doesn't she? And if she does, she'll be a chance.
6: Yeah, she's um, an interesting wee filly, well, um, mare. She's can get, has been getting things wrong lately, but we've had a few gear changes on her that should help stop her. Like, she's had a foal, and so she's um, been wind-sucking a wee bit because, you know, everything sort of loosens up a wee bit. But, um, but we've got some things on her to help her do that. So I'm hoping she'll trot, she'll trot today. She went a great race, um, her only other start on the grass. On oh, no, her she did two starts um, at Gore, but she... Yeah, I'm hoping that she'll be in it today. The crossing will be uh, my biggest concern, but if we get over that and we trot, then hopefully we'll be right.
0: All right, $15 the chances there. $30 for hope for love. Uh, went around in the race won by Lizzie Richter the other day.
6: Yeah, yeah, she actually didn't go as bad as I thought that she would in that race. She actually held on a rider, ended up sitting parked with a lap to go. So um, she stuck on good for a first year. So today she's gone bad, but um, hopefully long straight, we can get a still get our run.
0: All right, domination call is your drive, domination's call rather, uh, in race number six, enjoys a grass track. In fact, has won half of his six starts, so uh, that'll give you some confidence going into today. It's a, it's a pretty handy sort of field, but uh, I reckon he'll go good.
6: Yeah, it's a handy field. The distance, I don't think, will worry him too much either, which is great because he ran second in that race last year, actually, but um, he... He's a great beginner, and um, he generally does things right. Touch wood, but um, yeah, he it is a it is a decent field today, so it's a little bit of a step up for him. But um, he's been racing really well lately, so I don't see why he couldn't be a first four chance.
0: All right, Jaffer Express, the Jaffer Express for Amber Hoffman's been a winner on the grass, had a couple of runs back, but gets an upgrade if you like uh, from the draw today. So might be about time that the son of Auckland Reactor. Lifted a little bit, and it may well be today.
6: Definitely. You know, um, the thing that's been stopping it, is it has definitely been the draws. You know, it's hard to um, draw wide all the time for a horse that's sort of got to sit in a wee bit. Um, but today, the draw definitely helps. So hopefully it can leave the gate a wee bit and get into a handy enough position so then it can keep ticking at the finish.
0: Yep, nice. each way price then $21 there. Night watch a good chance in race number eight.
6: Yeah, yes, yeah. No, she seems to be another horse that again likes the grass as well. Um and she's generally a great beginner. She's um she's pretty she seems pretty good in that sort of field as well. So hopefully um she gets a good run as well and and she could be a top four chance too.
0: All right, the last uh, of your opportunities, I think, is he's tough in race number 10, and last uh, winner goes to uh, the grass, where he's uh, already won on a couple of occasions, so $4.50 would seem a fair price for him.
6: Yeah, yes, yeah, um, I have been told that he he um, should go a very good race today, and Mo Ray, Brad Mowbray seemed quite confident in how he's been working and how he's... Um, how he's responded after his last win, so um, I think they're expecting pretty high things. So he should definitely be in the race at some point then, and um, <clears throat> yeah, so hopefully he should should go good from what I've heard. All
0: right, yeah, Karen. What's the best chance for our SENZ Trot's Talk listeners this afternoon out of uh, the Waikawai E T meeting there at Oamaru?
6: Um, probably. Oh, probably he's tough in the junior race. It's a, it's a bit of a tie between he's tough and Domination School. If Domination Cool gets the right run, I think he's a great way sprinter and he's got a great turn of foot. So um, between them two, probably a bit of a tie.
0: All right, great stuff, Kieran. Really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, go well.
6: Hey, no worries. Thank you very much.
0: That's Kieran Tomlinson there, so our Southern Man or Southern People segment as it's been today. Maddie Williamson, well, he's pretty keen on Mio Mai Martini, who is around a six-dollar chance. Sticky Fingers in race three would appear pretty hard to beat too at two dollars and ten cents, but Domination's call cool, a nine-dollar chance in race six, and he's tough in race ten. The junior drivers for Kieran Tomlinson. Short break for us here. You're listening to Trot's Talk. If you want to enter the competition the opportunity to win a $50 bonus bet text us BD Joe to double eight double three your name your TRB account number and that code word or pass as it is today BD Joe, and we'll have a lucky winner of the $50 on the other side we'll preview the second of our harness meeting we head north to hara Yes, welcome back in to Trot's Talk. Hope your Sunday morning is going well. Don't forget to enter our competition, 8833. Text it in BD Joe. That's your passcode for today. Your name, your TRB account number, and Jake, producer dude. That's what he is today. Replacing Robbie, he will select a lucky winner. As I mentioned, we've got a uh, dual harness day today, which is a, a bit of a rarity. And Kerry Hobbs, busy man in uh, the CD, has joined us to have a chat to us about what's uh, going to unfold with the nine-race programme they have there today. Morning to you, Hobbsy. Yeah, morning, Greg. How are you? Excellent, mate. How did Friday go for the club from what I could see on the TV? There's a some pretty good finishes there.
7: There were some good finishes. The the drivers were very, very happy with the track. Um, We'd had plenty of rain, but it it, it held up really good. Uh, The fields are held up really good for the second day. And as you know, Greg, these two-day meetings, form often carries over.
0: Yep, it certainly does and we'll be expecting that today in your feature, your race for 13,500, the South Taranaki Club Harara carpet has got a, a decent sized field, all of uh, the normal attendees are there, uh, n- notably of course uh, the Michael House team, we're, we're going to catch up with Wilson very shortly to go through some of his chances, but they had a pretty good day on the first day with Better Than Love and Major Collect and... I think they trifected the last race and ran second with Franco Hoffman, who I thought was excellent in the first day run.
7: I thought so too, mate. Uh, CD Racing is uh, obviously very grateful to Michael for bringing his team here. They, they bring the numbers right up. It's obviously a business model that he's got working uh, to bring some of the horses that perhaps uh, uh, have reached their mark uh, in, in Canterbury region and bringing them up here and his team are always very competitive, and you're 100%. Franco Hoffman went great, but there are a lot of good runs in, in, in the Stratford Cup the first day, mate. Nelson's boy looked like he was going to win uh, till he broke. Um, I thought there's probably eight or nine of those horses that are realistic winning chances uh, if, if they get the run to suit.
0: Kerry, is that not what this circuit's all about though, competitive racing and bringing these horses together like with like and and therefore that attracts betting and and people like to have a play because they can find some value?
7: Absolutely mate, Um, it's obvious that the South Island grass track circuit is really strong and their turnovers are really strong. In the North Island, we're struggling a little bit that there aren't many grass opportunities, so we haven't got the depth of form that the South Island's got, uh, but we're very hopeful of getting another two-day meeting to Hara next year. So there's the the four days at Hara, uh, perhaps a two or three weeks apart, and then you've got the half days at Otaki and, and Turanikau. So I, I, I think we can build on it, because uh, grass track uh, harnesses going gangbusters in the South Island
0: Yep, certainly is. Uh, What have you found for us? Uh, I know you're a keen uh, judge and uh, got a very good eye for it, so of the first day form, and people can go to hrnz.co.nz, watch all those races again, find the ones you like, and uh, head to tab.co.nz and check out the odds and see if you can't find some value, and if you haven't got time to do that, we've got Kerry Hobbs here to help you with that situation. (laughs) It was the first
7: thing I did this morning at 7.30 after I did the scratchings, Greg, and, and looking at it in race two, uh, it's pretty short, but hard to see Cristiano Bacini being beaten. Similar story, race three and the other maiden race, uh, Michael and Wilson House with Courage Reactor, uh, hard to find uh, anything that could beat it. Uh, and then I thought uh, each way in, in race four, Major Collect, he ran the quickest last quarter of the day, twenty-seven-four. I don't think, uh, from memory, any other horse broke 28 seconds for the last quarter. So he's got Zev Meredith on to obviously uh, uh, use the clause where a junior driver gets less points for winning. Uh, I think he's very, very hard to beat indeed. Over to race five, Greg, I thought John O'B was an excellent second. Uh, the, the first day drops into a, a junior driver's race uh, penalty free. I think he's very hard to beat. Uh, and one one other I did like, I thought that uh, Manny went really good the first day, the ex-Barry uh, uh, Purden Scott Phelan horse down here being looked after by Eddie Phelan. Uh, I know it's, it'll be a uh, quite a significant milestone if it does because uh, Noel Poindexter, the owner, is not in good health at the moment and his wife died last week, so uh, it's... It, it, Possibly will be a poignant moment if number three, Manny, can win race seven. So that's the best of them. The cup's too hard. Uh, I think, uh, as you said, Franco Hoffman's very hard to beat. Nelson's boy, if it uh, paces the whole way, very hard to beat. And even Peter Ferguson said to me, Brookie's Jaffa was unlucky. It doesn't look so uh, when you just read the form, but he said if he'd have stayed to the rails, he would have won the first day. So uh, have a go, have a bet up, and uh, hopefully Hara have a terrific day and you can back a winner all your listeners out there greg
0: beautiful thanks so much for your time hobbsy first goes at 12:25 uh, enjoy the afternoon
7: thank you mate bye
0: Beautiful, he's given you plenty to think about there. Race 2, number 6, race 3, number 7, race 4, number 3, race 5, each way 2, and the sentiment around race 7, number 3, Manny. A couple of those that he mentioned there are being driven by Wilson House, who's kindly joined us on what's a very busy day for him. I think he's got eight eight out of the nine races he's got drives. And morning to you, Wilson.
8: G'day, Greg, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm excellent. Thanks, mate. Hey, thanks for uh, for giving us your time. I know it's pretty busy uh, for you and uh, the Michael House team. Let's touch on a few of your chances today. Petronelli G in the first is a twenty-one dollar chance, but the one Kerry Hobbs just mentioned there, Courage Reactor in race number three looks awfully hard to beat.
8: Yeah, look, she's uh, she's been going some great races. She's had three seconds in the last three starts, and um, they've all been on the grass. So, oh, it's two. The last two have been on the grass. Sorry, and. Uh, She's she's definitely well and ready to
0: go. All right, looks a, a fantastic chance. $1.90 for her. Better than love and race number four. Got the job done at a similar quote to what it is today. What sort of chance do we give him again?
8: Look, I rate him as a higher horse than he's getting rated as at the moment. And um, he's definitely probably a good place. But last time I saw the odds, I thought they were quite good odds. He was at $8 and a and couple of dollars in place. The day makes the hardest one to beat, of course, which Kerry mentioned earlier, but um, he's definitely right amongst them.
0: All right, that's uh, race four, better than love, big chance, but, uh, yeah, Major collects a $3.80, hope maybe take the Cornella three and six in race number four. I want to move down to the seventh, Wilson, and talk to you about the Cobbler, who's ultra-consistent,'s got the right barrier draw. Uh, yeah, Manny will be hard to beat, but you're drawn to the inside of that runner, so that might give you the advantage you need.
8: Yeah, look, he's a great sister in the Greek, a lot of speed. He's won races on the grass, and uh, with the two draw today, I thought he
5: was a great place
0: there. All right, so he's a good chance uh, there. And Franco Hoffman, uh, yeah, he was very brave. He's been ultra-consistent uh, for a long time, and, of course, the king of Kaikoura is involved uh, in this one, Bob Rochford, and he's loving racing him. Yeah,
8: Bob Bob, I got a big pull up after racing. and he was just over the moon with his performance. He um he can go some very tough races, Greg, and his biggest issue is the stand start, he can he can be an impatient horse, but if we get away nicely like we did the first day, he's right amongst
0: it. All right, big hope there, eight dollars and fifty. And you guys trifected the last race, on Friday. Same horses go around in the last race again and your drive wriggles at Rufus so I thought was a bit unlucky. Well,
8: look, Greg he, if I'm being honest, he needs to be unlucky if he starts and so he tries. He's a, he's a funny wee horse. He's quite emotional and, and being buried alive and just getting out the last bit, it, it does him the world of good. He's just, he doesn't try as hard as he probably should.
0: All right, uh, he's an each-way chance in the last If your box-up, uh, those Michael House runners full of desire and Bolton home as well. You wouldn't be too far away. What do you think's your best, Wilson? What's the best, perhaps, driving-wise for you and of the team of your dad's horses today?
8: Of the team, I'd like to full of desire. I thought I thought his first-day performance was just outstanding, and he pulled up really well from it. So he's definitely a big hope. My best drive for the day would, it would have to be the filly and um, maiden, a uh, car director, otherwise
0: better than love. All right, there's a few for the punters uh, to sink their teeth into on this uh, Sunday. Uh, good luck, mate, go well, and thanks again for your time.
8: Cheers, thank you very much, Greg.
0: All right, there is uh, Wilson House, a young man doing some pretty good things, and I think he's about second favourite in the Drivers' Challenge at Harara today. I'll just check that for you as we flick that over. He's actually favourite. 320 to win the drivers' challenge ahead of David Butcher, $5, 550 for Crystal Hackett, and Andre Potama at $6. Short break for us. We're in the home straight. Of course, you are on Trot's Talk with S-E-N-Z. Hope your Sunday's going well. Last chance to enter our $50 bonus bet, courtesy of the TAB. Code word is BD Joe. Double eight double three. Text it into us, your name, your TAB account number. We'll have a winner on the other side. Welcome back in to Trot's Talk. A couple of big race meetings on today on the grass, but an even bigger one, arguably, is tomorrow. It is the Amberley Club's traditional Waitangi Day meeting. Their president is Ross Rennie. He's kindly joined us on the phone. Good morning to you, Ross. Good, Greg. How you going? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. Uh, thanks uh, for having a chat to us about an important day for your club, a traditional day. Looking forward to the 11 race program there. If people in the greater Canterbury region, or wider than that, if they want to make the trip to the Rungiora or a meeting on the grass tomorrow, there's always plenty to look forward to with the Amberley Club because uh, you guys just love putting on a party.
4: Yeah, mate, we do. It's exactly, it's, um, exactly right. i got a really hard-working um Committee who, who put everything into it. We've got a year to, to get this, uh, get it up and going. And yeah, you're right, we've got a lot going on tomorrow. So um, fantastic chance. You know, looks like the weather's going to be play its part tomorrow as well. Got heaps, apart from 11 races, we've got heaps to give away for the kids. Um, we've got kids' carts, we've got the bike, two bikes to give away for the under five year olds. We've got a UE Boom, we've got In the Bag, we've got HRNZ Goodie Bags, we've got Bubble ones to give away. Neville Barry's there doing the entertainment. Then for the adults, we've got the um, thanks to Thanks to Ross Gordon and the Telfers team, um, the Telfers Mystery Envelope. And someone tomorrow is going to walk, or walk away from that track with a 55-inch Panasonic TV and soundbar. So that package alone is worth about three and a half, four thousand dollars 4000 And there's another four prizes from that as well. So that's just a case of filling the entry form out in the uh, in the race book. So um, fantastic um, stuff to give away throughout the day and um, compliment uh, a
0: great day of racing. Yeah, absolutely it does, and I've been lucky enough, privy enough to see you guys at, at, in work and in action uh, on on Waitangi Day. And uh, yeah, all the draws just seem to happen so quickly, and the day goes so fast. But like I said, there's 11 races there. You've got $10,000 guaranteed first fours uh, in each and every race. And of course your feature, Ross, is the Rungiora Equine Services Amberley Cup. And Gee, there's some form in this race. Cup winners, the likes of uh, Samstown, Dashing Major, Corra Valley Star, Franco Maric, uh, the King of the Cups this summer's been Homebush Lad, and you've got other horses like Buckskin, Lumen Shaley from the Mark and Nathan Purden team, so, gee, that's a cracking contest for 18k. Yeah, no,
4: it is, it is, Greg. It's, uh, um, it's, I was looking through it again this morning to see if I could pick a winner out of there, but honestly, um, it's almost a pretty field. It's... Um, Actually, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if any horse come out and won that tomorrow. There'd be no shock actually. But um, I do, I do lean towards a little bit towards Dassey Major of, uh, of uh, Robert and John. Just the form from Benham was, it was really good, and it did you know, have that little break on the second day and cost it the win. But um, but in saying that, it would, it's still 10 metres. It's going to take a bit of work to get around some of those horses. So it's a very, very even field in this year's Cup.
0: Yep, magnificent field it is. The first underway at uh, 10 past 12. Um, We wish you, your committee, and uh, everyone associated with the Amberley Club a good day tomorrow. I'm sure it will be. The turnover will be strong, I'm sure of that, judging by some of the form you've got in the races. And appreciate you coming on Trot's Talk this morning, Ross. All
4: all, uh, all good, Greg, and thanks very much. And yeah, any, any time.
0: All right, there is uh, Ross Rennie, the president of the Amberley Club. Their meeting kicking off at uh, 10 past 12 tomorrow, Rangiora on the grass. Two grass track meetings, of course, today. The Hara meeting, it's not too far away from getting underway, 12.25. And uh, the second of our harness meetings, the Waikawaiti Club, racing out of Oamaru, one forty-eight. the start time there. Jake? Do we have a winner for our $50 bonus bet?
1: We do have a winner, Greg, and the winner today is Rachel Murphy. Congratulations, Rachel. Spend it wisely, and I hope you've been listening to everyone's best of the day, and hopefully you'll find
0: a winner. Get involved there. We'll see you in seven days' time. Uh, Michael Guerin will be back. That's been Trot's Talk. hope you've uh, listened to it, as Jake just said, and got yourself uh, a couple to pack this afternoon. Uh, Good luck on the punt. That's been Trot's Talk. See you in a week.